0: Don't listen to that guy. He's trying to lead you down the path of righteousness. I'm going to lead you down the path that rocks. To Main Street UCI, the podcast that talks about all things Disney, from the parks to movies, collectibles, and a whole lot more. I'm Jennifer.
1: I'm Zen the Obscure. And I'm Patrick. (laughs) i'm just gonna be a completely different persona today uh hi everyone i'm david i'm also weird so i apologize
0: As are we all (laughs) yay i guess so well speaking of weird today we're sharing more of our obscure disney movie recommendations some of which you'll be able to find on disney plus stay tuned we'll be right back
1: main street uci is sponsored by the university of california irvine division of continuing education a U.S. News Top 10 public university. Do you have an educational goal? At UCI DCE, we're here to help. With over 60 professional certificate programs, we've helped over a quarter million students meet their career goals. And we can help you meet yours too. You can find us at ce.uci.edu. Dream big. Take risks. Be amazing.
0: So not too long ago, Disney Plus created one of the longest tweet chains in the history of Twitter, with tweet after tweet of movies that would be coming to Disney Plus. Some of these classics we all know and love, like Peter Pan or Mary Poppins, and some are way more obscure, like Unidentified Flying Oddball.
1: Wait, wait, hold on. That's actually a Disney movie?
0: That's a title.
1: That's a title of a Disney movie. You didn't make that up.
0: Yes. (laughs) Yes. Pretty OK,
1: now I guess I need to see that movie.: Pretty crazy. Oh, I just add it onto the list.
0: right?: So after seeing some of these lesser-known movies, the three of us decided it would be a good time to talk about some more of our favorite obscure Disney movies.
2: I'll go first.
0: Okay. I, I think I think you should. <laughs> We're all looking at Well,
2: that. I got three. And I actually haven't seen these, but mm-hmm. from the synopsis that I had read about them, so I, I was went was like, okay, I could go with the typical ones. You know, I could go with Atlantis, that no one's actually seen or uh treasure island or something like that. Treasure Planet. Like, treasure Planet, I'm sorry. And it's like, okay. Let's go find something even weirder. So I came across a bunch of lists, and these were the ones that actually stood out the most to me. So the first one is called The Cat from Outer Space.
0: I vaguely
1: David, remember the, the, the oh my god the look Jennifer. on your face, You've Jennifer. <laughs> stop! No, Disney
0: Channel. Vaguely
1: remember Disney this. Disney Channel used I to show actually, all these old movies. I think I seen are you it. actually insane? No, <laughs> No, I, <laughs> I just didn't. watched a lot of stop. You, Disney are. Channel. Okay, then please okay. tell us about the cat from outer
2: space. Okay, so so this is kind of a Wikipedia kind of synopsis, but essentially a UFO comes down and it's taken in by the U.S. government, probably Area 51 or something like that, and. And the occupant the occupant of the flying saucer is a cat alien. So cute. Oh, oh. Okay. And the cat alien is named Zunar J five, and there's another one, Dork four seven. And um the the cat sets up out to investigate how to repair the ship himself, because... Yeah, of course. (laughs) Because humans aren't (laughs) smart enough to do that, and he has a special collar that gives him um, telekinetic and telepathic abilities. You know, and that makes it a lot easier to get the cat food off the um, top shelf, because you can just... Tell it to kinetically take it off or just take over someone's mind to get bring down the cat food. My cat my would function. love this. Yes.
0: I better not watch this movie around him.
2: Yeah, the fishbowl <laughs> will always be on the ground and the fish will be missing. Mm-hmm. And so in and, and it that's the basis of the movie. I'm not going to
1: tell you about the rest. <laughs> because you don't know or because you want to leave it spoiler-free? I want to leave it spoiler-free because oh, it God. only gets weirder. Because all of Twitter is just begging you to keep the cat from outer space <laughs> spoiler-free. I'm telling you, all of our fans that are listening you know, are what? listening to this right now and going, no, please do not tell me how the cat from outer space is. You know, <laughs> I
2: told of someone the ending of The Last Temptation of Christ and, you know, it spoiled it for them.
1: Well, I'm sure that those two <laughs> very video nice games at the end.
0: before them, are on like, the same level,
1: old. absolutely. Yeah. You know, Disney has a really weird tradition of doing very, very strange animal or pet movies, which I guess kind of leads me into one of my first choices. Um, this is going to be interesting for me because I am very young. I am a baby. So, <laughs> a lot of these films on the list. Not only was I not alive for them when they came out, but I would have had no reason to ever have heard of them because they would have been forgotten by Disney history, and they were just, like, (laughs) thrown in the back of the Donald Duck vault and just closed and never remembered there, and for good reason. So... I don't actually... I'm not familiar with a lot of obscure Disney films, and the ones that I am familiar with, I don't know if it technically counts as obscure, but if you you guys must have heard of the film Gus, right? Sounds it vaguely sounds familiar. familiar. Was it so, a horse? It was a donkey. Okay. So basically, the plot of Gus is... And this falls into a long this is line of, like... Yeah, this is my okay, first this is movie. movie. Okay. This is my first movie. <laughs> I was like, okay. So... Basically, I
2: wasn't sure you just wanted to make a point with a random movie or this was your movie.
1: It's an <laughs> animal slash sport slash weird rules <gasps> movie, right? Okay, huh. oh, so basically,
2: yeah, yeah. Basically, now you'll I feel probably like start I to remember
1: this. it yeah. after I go on and on and on about it. But basically, there's a struggling high t- high school American football team and they just they can't score in any of their games. They're having a ton of trouble. Mighty Ducks. Uh, Especially in the kicking department. So ah. their, uh, their punter and their, uh, their kicker is not very good. And so they look in the rule book for football, for high school football, and nowhere in the rules does it say that your kicker has to be human. <laughs> so... <laughs> they find a mule that is really really good at kicking field goals from like the 60 or like 60 yards out wow and they sign him onto their team and give him a kicking position
0: so this is like earbud precursor kind, kind of, of thing <laughs> yeah
1: but it's like it's one of those films that is patently ridiculous because like we, uh, this would never be allowed, but in the film, these referees, these football referees are going, well, it doesn't say in the rule book that you can't have a donkey be your kicker, so... Why not? A mule and a donkey are at different, At least clean way. up after him on the sidelines. <laughs> so,
2: you do know that, right? Huh? A do donkey know? and a mule are different. Yeah, I do know that okay. they're <laughs> different. Okay. You're using them interchangeably. Yeah, let's well... let clear. Gotta
0: get right, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to Gus, the distinction matters, because while you can use donkey, you can can't use a mule. Okay, so by the <laughs> way, as a side note,
2: it does. I, I'm looking this up. It okay. has Ed as uh, Ed Asner and Donuts. Donuts. Oh, there yeah. you go. So I mean, that's a good. Th- that's kind of like a trifecta. Uh, a mule.
1: Ed Asner and Don Nuts. Yeah, Nuts. basically. Pretty that's, impressive. And I think that's going to be another repeating theme here as long as we start talking oh, yeah, about yeah, obscure yeah. Disney films, is that they have a lot of pull. People forget that they have a lot of pull, so even their worst films in their canon get some big name stars attached to that. I'm sure we'll have plenty of opportunities to talk about that. We should try to find a Metacritic on this.
0: Oh. Actually, if
1: you Google some of these films like I did to try to remember the voice cast, it actually gives you the Metacritics and the Rotten Tomatoes score. Some of these are not good, man. Um, But I've said enough.
0: All right. Well, mine is actually sports-related, too, for once. I'm,
1: I'm wondering what you can do to top darby o'gill
2: and the little people <laughs> it's gotta be something yes. like ariel joins a water polo team
0: ariel you know, that would make a good one actually that,
1: that actually could be
0: i feel like that may have kind of happened in the series
1: fudgy. really
0: <laughs> it may have the series did all sorts of crazy the little stuff.
1: mermaid Four ariel joins the royal navy Ooh. <laughs> there you go i don't know
0: All right, well, mine is a Disney Channel original movie called Motocrossed that came out in 2001, and basically, um, it's about two fraternal twins, Andrea and Andrew, and they are talented motocross, dirt bike riders. Their father doesn't think that Andrea should be racing competitively because she's a girl, so Andrew um, kind of gets all the favoritism there, Mm -hmm. but... um, At one point, there's a big race, and he breaks his leg right before it. Uh So their father goes to Europe to find a replacement rider. Instead of giving Andrea a chance... He
1: goes to Europe. To Europe. To find a replacement rider. Yeah. He does know that motocross is a thing in the United States.
0: Right? Right? Okay. But apparently, he has to go to Europe. Okay. So So what
1: Italian hot shot does he find?
0: I think... The guy's French. I'm pretty sure. French, Italian. Yeah, I know. French. It's always like either a French guy or an Italian guy, right? Yeah. But basically, while <laughs> he's away, um, with the help of her mom, Andrea cuts her hair and disguises herself as her twin brother and begins to secretly race in his stead. And hmm. it's it's really really good. It's like I think it was like one Freaky of the Friday. Yeah, with motorcycles. Yeah, switching roles sort of thing. When yeah. did this film come out? Two thousand one. <laughs> wow.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and it's so yeah. that's somewhat somewhat recent. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, it feels like you know, it was no. Not of that course, it's almost twenty years ago. But I mean, it, it's it's like that's uh as far as I'm concerned, that's like a current movie. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's ad.
1: Yeah. It's after David. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, bringing back that old gem of a joke.
0: Yes. Though, but it, so don't, yeah, don't. it's really good. I hope, I don't remember if this one's going to be on Disney Plus or not, but I hope it is. Does I'm it waiting matter?
2: for the sequel. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, that'd be well. cool. <laughs> That's a the, theme with a
2: lot of these obscure films You know, well. because they're older now, 20, 20 years older. Yeah. And um, now the brother is a board member on a large company, and he actually is sick, and
1: his sister cuts his hair and joins the board. I like that it. sounds like <laughs> a, a cross between Motocross and Nine Lives, but I don't think Nine Lives is a Disney movie. Okay. Uh. <laughs> you guys know Nine Lives, right?
0: I tried watching it, and I couldn't.
1: Yeah, it's bad.
0: It's I think I got 5 minutes in and I was like I can't. It's
1: bad. Anyways, let's perhaps stay on the topic of Disney here. Yes. Um, That's your fault. You
2: you strayed. I was going for a sequel. No,
0: I'm
1: trying
2: to <laughs> I'm trying to keep myself on track. All right. So, All right, I don't next know next next one. Yeah, okay, next Cut. one. So, um this one is um same year. Oh.
0: 2001, 2001 really? 2001. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And this movie is called Princess of Thieves, and you can oh. almost guess by the title what this is about. Kind of, yeah. I it's like Princess Thieves, this. but is Princess Thieves is um, the
1: guy Robin Hood? Robin, yeah, Robin yeah. Hood, Princess. So
2: it's a girl, young or young lady, who um, is the daughter of Robin Hood. Oh, really? Nice. on. Yeah, I mean, it actually, it's kind of interesting, mm-hmm. but um, it features a young. Kira Knightley, oh. who's 15 years old, and it's really funny if you see some pictures, see some stills. She looks exactly the same. I mean, Whoa. she she actually at 15 looks very very. I mean her her face structure has pretty much stayed the same. Wow. I mean I mean
1: 2001. That's 18 years ago. Her. So by that time she's, she's 33. Now. Wait, what? She's too old for you now. Well, she's too old for me now. I <laughs> thought you were saying 15 is too old for me. I'm like, like, um, no. fifteen's a little young. No, she looks, though, even though she's 33, she looks like she could be my age. I'm yeah. 21, by the way. She. You know,
2: and that's that's why I think it's kind of interesting, yeah. is that she looks young for her age, but back then, she mm-hmm. was old, looks older than her age, as far as I'm concerned. Right. In fact one of the things that was kind of in the strange trivia part was that she had to kiss her co-star, who was the romantic lead, who was 30.
0: Oh! So she,
2: she was 15, and she was snogging with a 30-year-old, and that's a little bit uncomfortable for anybody.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's but, a But
2: once again, it's, it's just a film. Um, Kira Knightley is a... Um, she's good at archery, surprise... Much yeah. like her dad, yeah, and um, so she has taken on and continuing the family legacy.
0: Nice, and yeah.
2: it also has Malcolm McDowell as the bad guy, oh. as the sheriff of Nottingham. Huh. So, old British guy. All right, because cool. old British guys play um, really good villains.
0: They do. They do. Uh, yeah, they kind of do. <laughs> it's That's a true. Voice, you Young know? British
1: guys play, play really great. good villains. Yeah, honestly, mm-hmm. I forget his name now. It's blanking on me, but it doesn't matter. Uh, I guess it's back to me then. It's back. Again with the Sticking with the Oh gosh Are all my Three of my films Animal
0: related? I
1: think they are
0: <laughs> Wow Were your last ones Like all sports related too So now it's Were like...
1: they? I remember doing Miracle I remember doing Mighty Ducks And there was one other one And I honestly don't <laughs> remember Which one that was uh, you, you, But you I guess You have a theme You're themed yeah, well, I themes. am themed And animals is my theme this time And this one Again keeping with the This isn't really that obscure But I think it's a movie That we kind of all forgot was a Disney movie and that's Brother Bear.
0: Oh, yeah. You know what? I would say that's obscure. Yeah. That's pretty obscure. It's obscure
2: obscure and it's one of those things that's like, was that a Fox or DreamWorks film? No, it's a Disney film. No, no, no. What I mean is that
0: It it doesn't feel like a Disney one. Right. There's a lot of films that you see out there and it's just like I don't
2: know what that is. Yeah. Chicken Little. Mm-hmm. Was that a Disney film? Was that Fox searchlight? Yeah. You
1: know. Yeah. Is that one, unfortunately.
0: That so was, was a Disney film. Yeah. Yes. I have not seen Brother Bear yet either. Uh
1: so I saw Brother Bear once a long long time ago and I'm going to be honest, I'm a biased about it. It mm-hmm. seems to me it has like a Rotten Tomatoes score of like 37%. So it seems to me that a lot of people really really didn't like it. I think I'm biased towards it cuz I really really like the Aesthetic of picturesque mountainsides, mm-hmm. which is basically the entire setting for Brother Bear, but it's all about a man who is cursed. By spirits and is turned into a bear and has to go on a physical slash spiritual journey to turn himself back into a man. And again, we're seeing that all of these films (laughs) have a theme of like an all star voice cast. It feels like a theme I've heard before. Guess who stars in this film? Who? David. Joaquin Phoenix. What? <laughs> oh. Joaquin wow. Phoenix. Wow. Of now, Joker fame. Yeah. Starred in Brother Bear, and for those of us who are interested in like uh, old, old Disney films, like I think this was a '70s or '80s Disney film, Little Shop of Horrors. Just on as a side note. Hmm. Uh, Wait a Okay, I finally Disney? figured it out. Isn't this the premise of Beauty and the Beast? Kind the beast of, is kind cursed. Or <laughs> like
0: Brave too, because her mom turns into a Yeah, there, kind, of. kind of. Yeah, right. anyways, this, okay,
1: was, this sorry. predates Brave by yeah. a lot. I think yeah. this is a 2003 film or something. They like that? They
0: copied themselves. Yeah,
1: basically. It's, yeah, it's kind yeah, of. 2003 beast, right? but he th- yeah, 2003 animated feature. Yeah, like <laughs> twice over. But uh, <laughs> but from speaking, the beast's point of view. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay, right. Sorry.
1: Speaking of that, no, uh, just I wanted to mention that Rick Moranis is also as part of the voice cast, and he was the uh, Seymour. For oh, Disney's yeah. old old little shop of horrors film, I don't huh. really like that. Rick, film, please too. come out of retirement. Yeah, no, no he, he was,
0: was pretty great.
2: He, he did retired. It.
0: Oh, he retired. I believe he
1: did retire. Yeah, he was one for of those guys reasons. that when you needed uh, somebody to play a nerd, you got Rick. Moranis. Yeah, he could do no mm-hmm. wrong. He was uh, everything he is. in, uh, yeah. he's delightful. So. Wasn't speaking of that? Wasn't he in Revenge of the Nerds? Rick Moranis. I thought he was.
0: Yeah, I think so because I think he also he was in a Disney special called uh, Totally Minnie Mouse. I think, and I think he starts off as a nerd. Oh, okay. I think that was him.
1: That's interesting. Pretty sure that was him. Anyways, uh, yeah, Brother Bear, sticking with the animals theme. Nice. Uh, maybe Jennifer can stick with the sports theme this time, but Kinda? I don't.
0: Sort of? Okay, so... Uh, Don't stretch it. My next one starts off with sports. So, my next one is A Kid in King Arthur's Court, which came out in 1995. Okay. And basically, when a California earthquake hits during a baseball game, Calvin Fuller falls through a huge rift in the ground and somehow finds himself in Camelot. He, wait,
2: wait. Okay. <laughs> yes. What, what movie
0: is this? <laughs> it's called A Kid in King Arthur's Court.
2: Okay, I'm trying to absorb this, but...
0: <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? This, is, this
2: is Darby Gill
1: okay. 2.0. Like, what the hell is going on okay. here? Yeah,
0: so basically... It's like a
1: badass trip. He
0: falls into Camelot. He quickly learns that he's been transported there by Merlin himself to save Camelot from the evil Lord Belasco, who is... Belasco? Per- Belasco. <sighs> I know. Sounds so like Tabasco. Lord, yeah. That's <laughs> damn it Jennifer,
1: you stole my joke. You should leave this room.
0: Yes. The Evil
1: Lord Tabasco.
0: <laughs> I think they make a that joke in the movie if I remember correctly.
1: So it's kind of like a like a Monty Python or a um uh, a Mel Brooks kind of joke. Does yeah. this baseball bat turn into Excalibur? Please tell me it turns no, into
0: Excalibur. No, it doesn't. Excalibur <laughs> is sitting there waiting to be used again. But yeah, if that would be a,
2: serious historical revisionism. Actually, right there. yeah, there's a comic book where the baseball bat is Excalibur, but never mind. But
0: it's, it's kind of fun <laughs> because. It's so like Calvin is is not very hero esque. Like he's scrawny. He doesn't really have any upper body strength whatsoever but he's he's very quick thinking and smart so he actually brings some stuff from the future with him to Camelot so he uses different things like his um, iPhone
1: a Sony Walkman
0: yeah actually a Walkman (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we're doing the trivia part it's from 1995
1: (laughs) There was no iPhones (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) so and it has Kate Winslet in it oh wow and I'm pretty sure this was before titanic yeah because titanic was like 96 97 somewhere around there so this was right before that so there's yeah. a
2: person's career who was just, just career trajectory right yeah. yeah.
0: right because so, one movie so. it's yeah so it's, it's really good it's cheesy but it's good
2: 1997
0: right. titanic yeah yeah that's yeah so so right i mean that. her
1: career trajectory changed kind of because of this film King, uh-huh. King Arthur's Court, because then somebody probably saw that film probably. and said, hey, you know who would be great for her? this role? Yeah, Kate Winslet. She's yeah. good at period films.
0: Yeah. I bet, yeah. yeah so she I is I gorgeous in this one, like her hair and just, oh, How so pretty. Is no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Come
1: on, we were, no, because we were talking about Keira Knightley. So before I... Concur, I would like to know. Obscure
0: movies plus get <laughs> David a date. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
1: goodness. So if you listen women. to last week's episode of the podcast, anyways, yes. Kate um, Winslet
2: is currently 44. Uh, and so, so in
1: 95, would she would have been roughly 20, 20 21. Yeah, it yeah.
0: Yeah, sounds about right. Your yes. dating range. Yeah. Yes! So go back in time and no.
1: <laughs> yeah, because that's going to work out so well for me.
0: He's like, hey. Uh,
1: hey. <laughs> All right. So that I was a <laughs> young thespian. She was from the past. You know, <laughs> it's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> we just created a new movie, <laughs> A Wrinkle like in Time, the Kate Winslet edition. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. Uh, oh before gosh. I get any creepier, should we like move on?
0: Yes, what's us next one.
1: Do I have to, have to do another one?
2: I mean, if you have, I one. Thought, okay. yeah, I, I do have one three. more. Okay, so okay. this is another one, 1997. I that's okay. so going back in time. Yeah, mm-hmm. <clears throat> the film is called Jungle to Jungle. Have you guys heard this one? I, I maybe I vaguely.
0: The cover of it you know, like I, blockbuster
2: yeah and yeah yeah exactly yeah <laughs> and jungle to jungle now this is some of the interesting trivia it is a franco-american film oh. and the reason why it is a franco-american film is because it is an adaptation of a french film Oh. They made this for the French audience originally and then huh. they decided, "Hey, the United
1: States needs the same film." Cuz there are so many jungles in France. You just yeah. kind of have to yeah. just, Oh, even burn. You know. So
2: so the the <laughs> fil- original film was called Little Indian Big City. And it oh. was and when they did the the um foreign countries, you know, like the jungle scenes, guess where they filmed it? Where? Florida.
0: What? <laughs> I mean... They filmed it in Florida. I guess the jungles. Works, Okay. But... So,
2: anyways. So, it is a film. Um, and it stars Tim Allen. My mm-hmm. um, favorite tool, tool Time guy. Uh, okay. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Best film was... Oh, gosh. What's the Star Trek one? Uh-huh. Anyways. Um, Tim, <laughs> yes, getting... It's Tim Allen, <laughs> who is a commodities broker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he ha- he wants to get married... ...to a woman, but he needs to get divorce papers from his ex-wife. So he goes to visit his ex-wife, and he finds out he actually has a kid. This is where the suspension of disbelief comes in, is that for some reason, his wife, who's living, I believe, in New York... Wait, no, she's not in New York City. um, His wife, um, his son, is now tagged to be the leader of his tribe... In somewhere in South America or something. When did this movie huh. come out? This came out in 1997. Oh, okay, and it's um, and his son's name is Mimi Siku, and oh, that he has to go hang out with his son and spend time with the tribe. So, for some reason, I get the feeling that this isn't going to be available on Disney Plus. It's Tim Allen. I mean, just yeah. the name Tim Allen, people will watch it. But this is one of those things that's just um, like... Okay. Well, one of the great things is, in reading the reviews about this, Roger Ebert was saying, hey, you know, I disliked it when it was a French film. I still dislike it as an American film, wow. <laughs> no, right. right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. So Did
0: I vaguely remember commercials for this or something? Because the Mimi Siku part sounds familiar.
1: Yeah, it's, 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 it's a, yeah, it's priceless. <laughs> Any, anyways, yeah. Um,
0: what do you have, David?
1: <laughs> well, starring an all-star voice cast in 2008, Jamie Lee Curtis, Drew Barrymore, Ooh. George Lopez, and Andy Garcia. Wow. Huh. 2008. I would watch Disney that. Disney Pictures film, Beverly Hills Chihuahua. I would <laughs> watch that. Oh! What? Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So technically, I flubbed there because Jamie Lee Curtis is not in the voice cast. She is physically there. Yes, she's physically there. She plays the owner of a spoiled Chihuahua named Chloe, who, according to Wikipedia, gets dog napped in Mexico. Oh, and has to escape from an evil Doberman named El Diablo with a help from a lonely German shepherd named Delgado and a hyperactive male chihuahua named Papi. Aw, cute. It's, it's really Pop, not.
2: Papi, not it's, puppy. It's right? Poppy, Papi,
1: P-A-P-I. Okay, not, I just
2: wanted to clarify. It, it, Poppy, not, not no, no, the Mexican dad as opposed to yeah. uh, a puppy. Right, yeah. <laughs> that's
1: funny. Yeah. Okay. No, it's it's. Um, I don't know about obscure. It actually did get a theatrical release back yeah. in the day. I remember it being released. I thought how did this? I saw it in the theaters. Actually. You saw it. In the I, saw it in the I saw it in theaters. I forced my mom to go <laughs> take me because I thought that I liked Chihuahuas at that point. And you and you owe her forever now. Uh, well, I owe her forever for like for getting life? her. Well, for life for one thing, but also for getting her to take me on a small world so so many times when I was uh, younger. Because yes. before I became a big roller coaster guy, small world was my favorite ride at Disneyland. So I owe her for that. Mm-hmm. But for all of the crap movies she was forced to see because myself and or my brother wanted to see them as well is. Truly incredible. And this film got two sequels. What? What? Yep. Two sequels. I remember the first. Beverly Hills Chihuahua one... 2 released direct-to-DVD February 1st, 2011. Uh-huh. And the very next year, Beverly Hills Chihuahua 3, Viva La Fiesta, released on September 18th, 2012.
2: Huh. And what's scary is... This That's is scary. Only like an eleven itself. year old film.
1: This is not yeah. even like it's not even like a twenty or thirty year old well, film. Well, this is like, you know, Disney film <laughs> aficionados will kind of talk about the 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 voice era. Not really the Disney <laughs> dark ages, because you know, we had the Disney Renaissance in the late eighties and like mid nineties. And then after that, the studio just kind of released Not flops, but sort of they were were going to direct special, they were a lot of
2: direct to video, right? Because there was so much money to be made in
1: the rental market, right? Yeah, that's right. So, and then right at the beginning of this decade, they had a big resurgence, which basically started with Tangled. But Mm -hmm. this, you know, at this point in film history, like. Crossovers between CGI animals and human actors were all the rage, and Disney was just trying to get in on that. So yeah. this is a really interesting uh, film. If you're looking for a movie that is so bad that it's good, or you're like <laughs> me in your college age, and you're looking to, like I don't know, I'm How not encouraging about this, a movie but that's play a drinking game that. based off of oh, like, just- a really, really, really bad movie, you can get a good, good laugh out what of Beverly Hills Chihuahua. What would be Hills the drinking Chihuahua. rules on this? Anytime the dog talks?
0: Um, <laughs> oh, man.
1: That would be rough. You'd be dead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know what the drinking rules would be. I wonder if I Googled Beverly Hills Chihuahua what I could come up with. Like, Beverly Hills Chihuahua drinking
0: Drinking games. game. Oh, my gosh. Like Jennifer,
1: that. why don't you go? I'm going right. to go entertain myself with this. So,
0: my last one is actually a direct-to-DVD kind of movie, but it's actually really, really good. Okay. So, mine is Cinderella 3, A Twist in Time, which came out in 2007. So, here's here's the premise. It's interesting. Alright, so it's been one year since Cinderella and her Prince Charming's happily ever after, but when Lady Tremaine finds herself in possession of the Fairy Godmother's wand, she turns back time right... Before the Duke arrives with the glass slipper for Cinderella to try on. And this time, magically, mysteriously, the slipper fits Anastasia. And even though Cinderella tries to protest, Lady Tremaine breaks the other glass slipper that she's been hiding. And she makes her way to the palace where her daughter is going to get ready for a royal wedding to Prince Charming. But Cinderella believes in that spark she felt with the prince, so she's not giving up without a fight. And I love this one because, for multiple reasons, but one of them is Cinderella as actually like she fights back more. So, so does this the one.
2: Cinderella in the past remember her alternate future?
0: No, she doesn't. Oh, wow. so it's,
2: it's like a they're starting over again.
0: Yeah. And in fact, I think at one point there's kind of, oh, do you want me to go back to the past? And they don't. But there's a meme of this, too. So there's a part where, spoiler alert, Prince Charming jumps out of a window. (laughs) And (laughs) you'll see that on Twitter a lot. So it's been kind of turned into a a, a meme. A meme? Yeah. So that's where it comes from is this movie. Okay. But it's really good. Don't watch the second one. The second one is horrible. Watch the third one.
2: It's okay. Good. It's where one of the few times the sequel is actually better than the previous film.
0: It's... I don't know if I would say it's better, but it's almost as good. Okay. Like, even the animation, they did a really good job. Like, there's parts where Cinderella's face looks exactly like the 1950s one. I okay. think I've seen
1: clips from this, and they do a really, really good job of blending computer animation with traditional hand-drawn yeah. animation. It's yeah. It's very, very seamless. And so it's striking because it doesn't look as old as the 1950s rendition. Mm -hmm. Uh, it looks updated and yet it's not so different as to be completely jarring. Yeah. So yeah, it. uh, out of all the films that we've talked about here, (laughs) uh, watch that one, I would say. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: I'd say that's a tough
1: one too. Fantastic.
0: (laughs) All right. So let us know what some of your obscure favorites are.
1: Please do. In fact, I will go here and say that if you recommend an obscure Disney movie to us, I won't make any promises, but if you recommend an obscure movie to us, I can't guarantee that we won't watch it and do like a podcast review of it. Ooh. Wouldn't that be fun?
0: I'd be down for that. That'd Depends be fun. Depends on how
1: hard it is to get your hands on it, but yeah. let's Disney just, Plus. I'll put that yeah, out if there. if it's on
0: Disney Plus, we might be able Give to... us a
1: recommendation in the comments. It yeah. might be, we could have a fun time here, people.
0: Yeah, I like it.
1: It could be scary. Yeah, well, it will be scary.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. But for now, that wraps up this episode of Main Street UCI. Don't miss our next episode coming later this week. As always, if you enjoy our show, we'd love if you'd share it with your friends. You can find more UCI Division of Continuing Education podcasts at ce.uci.edu slash podcast or anywhere you get your podcasts. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Main Street UCI. And while you're there, send us a message from somewhere beyond. Ask us your questions or suggest a discussion topic, and you might just hear it on an upcoming episode. Thanks for tuning in today, and we hope you'll come back and hear us again real soon. Bye.
1: Bye. Adios, mis perritos.
2: <laughs> By the way, did you know what the tagline was for Cat from Outer Space? What? What? Mysterious visitor with unknown powers on our planet for supplies. A six-pack of tuna?
0: Aww. <laughs> <laughs>